If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community This story takes place, I want to say maybe 12, 13, 14 years ago, maybe more, back when I was married (laughs) to my ex. Um, Backstory to my ex, he lives in a very active house. And by active, I mean highly, heavily trafficked with spirits. We can do a ghost hunt. We can do an investigation in his house. And you'll get some crazy shit. Plain and simple. Um, his house always freaked me out. It gave me the heebie-jeebies. It literally terrified me. I grew up in haunted houses. I've lived in haunted houses. I've seen The Walking Dead. I've that none of that scares me. Nothing scares me. But whatever was in that house literally scared the shit out of me. 
I always felt that somebody was looking at me from the vet, from the living room window every time I pulled up. It like it knew I was coming. Um, every time I sat in a certain spot in the living room, I always felt I was being stared down from the hallway. Um, we always heard clicking of doors opening or closing, shit happening in the kitchen. And mind you, a lot of the shit didn't happen around him. It all happened around me. But there was this one instance where I was hanging out with him and his sister and his daughter. And I remember... Um, I don't even, to be honest, I don't think he even remembers, but I remember telling him, dude, I'm being stared at, like, something is staring at me, like, fucking peeping Tom, it feels fucking creepy, it feels nasty, like, I'm being undressed, that's what it felt like, and this was during the day, and I just, picked up the energy well this particular night afternoon night we were all chilling watching tv you know quality family time whatever and I literally froze I'm watching tv and I froze I literally became ice cold and I told him, I go, is there anybody in the house? Like, anybody? Because I was getting these fucked up mental pictures just bombarding me at one point. And he's looking at me, and I'm, like, panicking. I'm, like, freaking the fuck out 100%. And he's like, what's wrong? And I go, dude, I feel like... There is somebody peeking behind the wall. Like, not even, like, a human. Just the shit that I was seeing, it, like, was deformed, and it looked weird, and it just, like, it was, like, it put its hands on, like, the wall, and it would peek over, and it freaked me out. It literally fucking freaked me the fuck out. I was so scared. I was like, what the fuck is, like, what am I getting myself into? Like, what the fuck? So I'm telling him this, and then he's like, all right, well, switch places with me. So he was, I was sitting at the end of the sofa, he was next to me, and then it was his sister, I think, and daughter. I don't remember. Something like fucking 15 years ago or something like that. And I was like, okay, what do I do? You know? I still be, I still felt it watching me. So then I bubble up, basically. Excuse me. I create this little wall, this bubble, 
around me when I'm getting bombarded with a lot of shit that I can't decipher. And I was panicking. I was calling on ancestors. I was calling on my deities. I was calling everybody who can show up to show up. And I kept calling out my, um, this one particular deity. And I kept calling and calling and calling her 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 and calling her. And then I hear weird, but I heard clearly in a female's voice, I'm here. And then everything just went blank. Um, it was like my ex is talking to me, but it was staticky. Like I couldn't decipher what he was saying. Like nothing was getting through the bubble. And I had just turned around and I looked at him and my eyes moved from looking at him in his face to the doorway and I just started to cry and he was like what what's going on what's what happened what, what what's going on and I started to point and cry and I was like I couldn't get I couldn't say what I saw. So I saw this creature that had these massive fucking horns like Hellboy had um, a very obscured face and his hands were deformed. And it was literally standing in the doorway. And I've never felt so much fear in my life than what I felt that night. I was supposed to spend the night and I said, fuck that. I'm going home. And as soon as I stepped foot off of the property, I didn't have that feeling. So I go home, and on my way home, I'm, like, grabbing the Florida water that I carried in my car. I am, like, blessing myself. I am doing everything, bubble up around my car, good energy, I'm praying to the ancestors, I'm doing everything to make sure that shit don't get in my car, I get home, I do what I do, I basically barriered my house, like, I put up a spell the size of Mount fucking Rushmore on my home, nothing was gonna get into my home, I literally went from all the windows, all the doors, I blessed, I put oil, I did everything, I put a protection spell on my home, talking about going overboard, and the next morning, I wake up, 
And I remember texting at that time, you know, my ex, well, who is my ex now, but my, my boyfriend at that time, texting him, I'm like, I don't think I can go to your house ever again. And he's all like, after you left, shit happened, like, in my sister's room, stuff was moving in the closet, things were scaring my daughter, and I go, I, I, I don't, I can't, I can't, like, I, I'm sorry, that shit is too freaky, if you saw what I can saw, and if I can draw, I would have drawn what I saw, but I go, I can't, I'm sorry, I, I just can't, and You know, we kept talking. He would meet me down the street when I'd pick him up or whatever. Excuse me. But it was a difficult period. Then we got married. And we were visiting uh, his mom. And um, had spent the night. I was going to get up to shower because I had to go to work, and he was going to drop me off at work, get some errands to do, and I literally, (laughs) I get up, I'm like walking down the hallway, and I stop fucking dead in my tracks, like dead in my fucking tracks, as if I hit a fucking brick wall, I about face, I literally, did a 360, walked into the room, and I go, I'm not going out there alone. And he's all like, why? And I go, because he's standing in front of your mom's door. And um, he has a visitor with him, and um, it's a guy in a black robe, and I can't see his face, and it's very cold in front of your mom's door. Very cold. I am not feeling this. I am not dealing with this right now. This is too fucking early. I gotta work. And he laughed. He didn't believe me. So he gets up. My ex is tall and football player built. So stocky. And I'm like, you don't believe me? So he gets up and he walks into the hallway and he stops in his tracks. And I go, why did you stop? He's all because there's something standing in front of my mom's door. And I'm like, I'm laughing because I just said that. I go, yeah, I know there's something. I felt it. That's why I went to get you because I need you to... Um, Stand by the door while I get in the shower and take this really quick five-minute shower because I don't want to open the curtain and see it standing there. So you don't believe in this shit, and I need you to block. So either you stand in front of the door or you come in the bathroom with me and you block. And he was good at that. I'm not going to lie. He was really good at blocking. When I got 
bombarded with a lot of shit, he would come near me and everything would just diminish. So he was my blocker. And I would lean up against him and poof, everything would be gone. He called me later that day at work and he's all like, there's a lot of shit going on in the house. I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he's telling me what's going on. And I'm like, okay, I think you need to step away from the house for a while. And he's all like, why? And I go, step away from the house. It's, um, basically it's declared war. And I don't know why it's declared war. Um, and it's going to take it out on everybody. But it has to do with me in a way. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't nail it. I couldn't, you know, pinpoint it. So, I go back. And I'm like, okay. I got this. I'm good. No. It showed itself. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I don't know if I can do this shit. So I'm like, fuck me. What did I get myself into? So, I'm like, okay. I told him to stand next to me. I go, dude, just stand right here. Because you can kind of blur things out for me. And I don't want to see this thing. So, just do what you normally do. And he's like, I don't know what I do. That's just it. Just stand there. I'm trying my hardest not to be 100% open. Excuse me. I'm a little bit tired. I keep yawning. And it's rude of me, and I apologize. But I had to somehow communicate. Now, I am not one to play with the motherfucking Ouija board or the spirit box or any of those stuff. I, mm, nope. You playing with the Ouija board, I'm off in the opposite direction. I remotely see a Ouija board in my vicinity. I'm out. I, I just, I don't, I don't play with that shit. So, I kind of like, um, not throw a lifeline. I kind of like, I call it pick up the phone. So, basically, how I managed to get through to this thing was I kind of like pictured a telephone. One of those old phones with the cord. And, um, I kind of like telepathically I guess in a way um told him to pick up the phone and weird because it can talk clearly but I wasn't receiving it because it was not in the form of a phone so in my mind I pictured you know the 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 receiver of like a rotary phone with a long cord and I pictured me picking up the phone 
and calling him. And that's the only way I was going to communicate was through this phone. I wasn't going to open myself up completely. We're going to talk, but we're going to talk through this phone. And once I disconnect and I hang up this receiver, our conversation is done and you're not going to bother me anymore. So I close my eyes. I'm holding on to my ex and this phone conversation is going on. And I ask who he was. He didn't give me a name. I asked, what's he doing here? He said he's been here for a long time and he's been watching. And I asked if he was a watcher and he said no. And I said, okay. I go, are you demonic? And it didn't answer. So I didn't take that as a yes and I didn't take it as a no. I asked what brought him and he basically is talking on the phone and showing me a picture um a girl brought him there a girl buried something on the property and um, he was basically there to torment my then boyfriend now ex-husband and I remember hearing you know having this conversation on the phone but also hearing my ex in the distance and he's mentioning like he's not clear and he's he's like too far for me to understand what he's saying but I could hear that he was like Denise 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 kept saying my name over and over and over again and I heard my name for like the fifth time and I grabbed the receiver and I slam it down and I opened my eyes and he said that in the span of those three minutes that I was communicating, things were happening in the house. So I tell him, Dude, that shit is directed to you. And that shit was brought here from a girl. And whatever it was is buried on the property. And he looked at me and he's all like, what? And I go, yeah, I think she summoned you. Like, summoned this thing to get back at you. I don't know why. And then he just got silent. And his silence told me a lot. And I go, oh. Okay, he said he's been here a long time. Um, 
anybody who's been watching. So, um, I'm taking a wild guess that he may be here recent. And maybe of all the girls you've been with, somebody, um, wants to, uh, get even. And that, to me, left a very sour taste in my mouth. Um, later on, I come to find out that one girl that he dated practiced the arts, and I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> okay, so what am I dealing with now? But till this day, he has this thing following him. Like, I've casted spells. I've done shit that I ain't gonna lie. I forgot. I forgot a spell. And I can't make this thing go away. So I have this thing with me. Um, and people who have the gift see him. And um, I kind of summoned him, created him, but I forgot the spell. I didn't write it down and I forgot and he's here now and won't go away because I don't remember the spell. So let's just say that everywhere he goes, my prison goes, there is some type of motherfucking activity. Um, we could be in the car and I'll look in the rearview mirror and I'm like, oh, there he is. Forgot what he looked like. Mm, not too pretty, but hi. And the only way I communicate with this shit is basically via the imaginary song. Because I'm not opening myself up to something that is meant to harm somebody. When I talk to somebody, and we're using the imaginary phone. But again, that's the story for tonight. I will touch base with you guys again tomorrow. So you all sleep tight. Bye.